You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. We're live. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. We're going to drink a fine whiskey and smoke a really fine cigar. It's time for happy hour. It is the Man Cave Happy Hour. Whiskey, cigar, spirits, and the stories that go along with it. I'm Jamie Flanagan. I am Matt Fox. And we are on the deck. We're back on the deck. It was uh, It's like mid-September yeah. in, in Michigan, and uh, it's been chilly the last couple of days. Skyrocketed back up, and we almost hit 90 again today. Feeling it was like, like a, in the 60s the last couple of days. Feeling like a little bit of a Motown song over here. It's a little it, bit of a heat wave. It is, and we're enjoying the hell out of it, and we're enjoying the hell out of the deck, and we're going to enjoy the hell out of some bourbons for just a taste. Oh, I'm so excited for tonight. And we're checking in with Beth. Yes, she is. Talk She's bourbon a- to me. Yes, we're talking some serious bourbon tonight. And so let's go Let's go grab Beth and bring her into the conversation. Awesome. Because, uh, yeah, she's. Uh, we've adopted her. She's, she's part of the team now. <laughs> Yay! We, so we've adopted a, grandf- uh, a godfather, and now we've adopted Beth. Yes. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> she's like the godmother of bourbon. Beth! Yeah. Hey, hi. How are you? Good, 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 good. Can you hear us okay? Yes, absolutely. All right, so last time we tried talking with you, we were in a very noisy bar. Right. And uh, this time we're in our very <laughs> my very noisy backyard, so uh, hopefully it's going to work a little little better this time around. But uh, Beth <laughs> Underwood, Talk Bourbon to Me, talkbourbontome.com, the book, the website, the Facebook group, and, and uh, a whole lot more. Oh gosh, yeah. Gosh, don't get me started. <laughs> well, that's why we that's why we love to have you on because we want to get you started because you you know a lot more than we do. Yeah. Because being novices but enthusiasts at the same time, you know, we, we would love to pick your brain a little bit um, when we have you on. So thank you for joining us again and and helping out for sure. And uh, this month we it's uh, it's a special month, Beth. What is special uh, about this month? Well, it's believe it or not. It's National Bourbon Heritage Month, and this is, I think, the main premise of the entire month is to celebrate bourbon, Um, and that's a pretty special celebration, isn't it? (laughs) It uh, it is, yeah. So National (laughs) Bourbon Heritage Month. Uh, I like the. I like. I just like the sounds of that. Rolls off the tongue pretty nicely, doesn't it? (laughs) National Heritage Bourbon Month. National Bourbon Heritage. Oh, there National is, yes, Bourbon yeah. Heritage Month. So, do you know? Thanks. Do you know anything about uh, the Heritage Month? Do you know any of the background, like when it started or anything? Because we just enough to be um, All right, that's what we need, Beth. That's why we tag you in, man. Believe it or not, it's only uh, it's only been declared since uh, 2007. Okay. And as you would imagine, uh, one of our senators here in Kentucky, Jim Bunning was the, the fella who brought forward the uh, the whole notion, and it passed unanimously, and after the U.S. Senate declared um, from that day on, September would be National Bourbon Heritage Month. Oh. And this, it's a, a little bit, to me at least, it's kind of surprising because in, it was 1964 when... Uh, Bourbon was deemed America's native spirit. Hmm, right. But then I guess if you think about it, you know, in, in those 
back in the 60s, 70s, they were kind of going more for the the clear spirits and the uh, martinis and thank you 007 for all of that. Right, right. So, you know, that could, that could explain it. And then, you know, in the it was in the 2000s when, when bourbon really started taking off again. And uh, luckily, you know, we had Jim Bunning there. Uh, he had our back on this and, and made it a, a national deal. And uh, there there is so much that goes on, you know, just depending on, on where you look, not only here in Kentucky, but I think across the across the nation as well. But, but here especially, we have the Kentucky Bourbon Festival, and anyone who wants more information on that, it's just the website, KentuckyBourbonFestival.com, all spelled out. Hmm. And uh, they, they have a little bit of everything. They have everything from uh, bourbon tasting. They feature uh, photographers who specialize in photographing bourbon and bourbon bottles. And Ooh, bourbon. right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just last night they had um, a lot of big-name uh, musicians in for the event. Okay. And they also have uh, barrel relays where these... I'm not sure how many are on the team, but you take a 500-pound barrel and you roll it through this obstacle course, <laughs> eventually getting to this little mini rickhouse-type structure. Of course, you have to get your barrel, barrel hoisted up onto the onto the rickhouse. So uh, wow. a lot of fun to be had. Yeah, is that the same festival, the Bourbon and Beyond Festival? That's the music festival that's happening in a couple of weekends? Is that the same thing that you're referring to? Uh, yeah. Yay. Okay, so yeah, Bourbon and Beyond. Yeah, it sounds like a big party down there. Uh, we have been we were toying with the idea, but well, school's <laughs> getting in the way, so. Well, that's true. And, you know, I think last year their big deal was rain. I think mm-hmm. we, had, we had tons of flooding. Yes. Um, and I can't, <laughs> now I can't remember how that all resolved itself, but yes. I remember it was just horrible, horrible. Yeah, yeah the so. uh, second day was rained out completely, and they were, everyone was pretty upset about it. But you know what? They came back on, on the last day of the festival on that Sunday, and you know things worked out the proper way. I guess the first year was absolutely insanely hot Okay. In the very first year. The second year, they ended up with rain, and now the third year, third time's the charm, it's going to be perfect. Sure, probably. <laughs> probably. It, it may be 95 in the shade, but hey. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> So National Bourbon Heritage Month, we're doing just a taste, and we'd like to taste something. So I was emailing with Beth earlier, and we're like, let's do a, a heritage bourbon. Uh-oh. And she said, I, or I, one of us said, uh, Granddad. I said Granddad, and she said, how about Granddad 114? And so, Beth, after you said that today, on my way home from school, I... <laughs> Popped off at our, our favorite, one of my favorite stops here, the Red Wagon, is a good right. one over yes, here. Yes, it is. Uh, they do great barrel picks and things there. But uh, the Red Wagon, yeah. and they had the Granddad 114 on the shelf, so I grabbed it. Uh, 57%, 114 proof, hence the name. Beth, what do you know, what do you know about the old Granddad 114? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not, it's one of those that I'm not very familiar with. I remember... Uh, the one of the first bourbons I tasted way way back in the day, I, the orange label stuck out in my mind. Sure, <laughs> but you have um, a, you said you had a bottle of this. So have you tried this? Because Matthew and I haven't <laughs> tried this. We haven't even cracked it yet. So have you tried this before? 
Nope. Oh, excellent. All right, so we're trying it all together. I love this. All right, Beth, this is great. Mm-hmm. This is wonderful. So uh, Jen uh, and my friend Jen and Patrick have joined us in the chat oh, room. fantastic. Thanks for joining um, us, guys. Pat, if you can get over here in the next 20 minutes, then you can have a pour as well. <laughs> Jen, you so, too. I'm Jen's so, even closer. I know Jen's like super close. I'm so eager. I'm using my teeth to open this. Free people on Facebook Live, they're watching me try to crack this with my teeth. Well, you are. Yeah, you are. You are not very I'm hungry. You're not very adept at that, no, Matthew. So, Matt, I'll open this up. Matt's got a little bit of the mash bill and a little bit of the information. Matt, what what do you got there on the old granddad 114? On the old granddad, well, the classification of it is is actually a straight bourbon. So, it is distilled at the Jim Beam Distillery. Okay. The proof on it is showing at 114, but the mash bill, the mash bill is very important. A lot of folks want to learn what a mash bill is about on the bourbon that they're drinking. So, the old granddad 114 is actually sitting at uh, Beth is at 63% corn, uh, 27% rye. So when you hear that, mm-hmm. I'm thinking a little bit of spice might be involved sweet. on yeah, that. Yeah, some sweet there. And then uh, 10% is uh, the malted barley. So I'm kind of uh, interested. You know, you see what the spice would be at with the amount of rye, the 27% rye that's on this. So the old granddad is uh, part of the the Jim Beam family. Yes, that's where it is still. It is distilled at is the Jim Beam Distillery, okay. um, and it, um, as of 2017, it kind of MSRP. Uh, kind of the MSRP is around uh, twenty twenty nine thirty dollars, depending uh-huh. on where you go and uh, where you buy your favorite bourbons and whiskeys. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, it's an ongoing release, so it'll continue to come out. But the color on it is really, it's a really a dark amber mahogany color almost. It, yeah, it's kind of gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the packaging is is kind of nice. Oh. It's got a little faux uh, uh, seal, like yeah. a, 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 a stamp, huh. a, a seal on it, and uh, yeah. No, they're actually a little history throughout two, 2016. Actually, yeah, uh, folks were believing that. Um, based on many credible sources, that Beam was planning on discontinuing the old granddad 114. Oh, because um, this says lot wow. one. This says lot one on the back. Right, Why does right. it say lot one on the I back? I wonder what that know. is. I don't know. I'm going to continue reading here, see if it comes up. But yeah. uh, there's a writer, uh, Chuck uh, Cowdery, seemingly validated the rumors when he reported in October 2016 that Beam's was probably, in quotations, going to shutter the brand in 2017. Oh. So in February 2017, he reported that Beam is rethinking this move and shipments will improve in the second quarter of 2017. And here we are drinking it and tasting on it with you, Beth, right now. So I think they may have changed their mind about the old Granddad 114. Yeah, I think they're hanging on to it. So, Beth, when you uh, when you taste a bourbon for the first time, um, how do you do it? Do you do it neat? Matt and I usually go neat. What do you usually do when you're trying your bourbon for the first time? A, a new one. Always neat. Yeah, Always neat. that's good. Yeah, we like to discover. And here's a second question: How much do you pour in your glass? And <laughs> our. Of it. Uh, and, and what? Be, how I'm much? Sorry. How much do you pour? <laughs> Must be a bad connection. Can't hear you. No, oh. I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, usually. Usually a very healthy shot. A healthy shot. Fair enough. That's kind of where we're at. Yeah. Uh, do you use one of those uh, tulip-shaped glasses? What's the name of those tulip-shaped glasses? We're such freaking novices. The, the Glencairn? Yeah. No. no yeah, yeah. I, yeah, so we no. just... I had a... <laughs> I had a couple on the shelf, and I was going to pull them out. And I, then I gave I'm you like, a look. I'm yep. like, yeah. No. And I'm like, it's granddad, dude. Don't be a pred- – it's a 30 – because they picked this up. It was $29.99 uh, in Michigan. And I'm like, I, you, you don't, 
You know, if it was a, it was like a sixty, seventy hundred dollar bottle, then all right, get the Glencairns right, out right. and give it a good sniff. I'm like, all right, it's Granddad. Well, you know, it's it's a little stronger, Granddad, but it's Granddad. Let's just let's just do it the way it is. All right, Beth, we got a pour in our glass. What about you? I do. I'm ready. Awesome. All right. So we usually nose it up first and see what the hell we're talking it's about. It's got a very. I'm getting a lot of uh, sweetness from that nose. That the sweetness is coming out, but I'm also getting a little bit of orange. I'm not sure what you're getting off of. What are you getting off of that, Beth, when you uh, nose on that? Mm, well, I, I get some fruit, too. Yeah. I feel an orange. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd say orange, I, but I would do fruit, yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I really I really am expecting maybe it's the mental thing, but I'm getting a sense that it's going to be pretty spicy. Yeah, well, the, with the 27% rye, I'm uh, having a feeling that yeah. it's going to be a bit spicy. <laughs> yes. All right. What about the legs on it? Nice legs, right? Yep, There's some yep, oils in there. They're hanging in there. Yeah, yeah. All right, Beth, you ready to dive in? All right, let's I'm go. ready. <laughs> All right, go. <laughs> <laughs> All the spice is definitely there. Yeah. Ooh, you get a lot of cinnamon. Yeah. There is that that cinnamon does hit you right away. It hits me right away. Yeah. And, I, and actually, we've been drinking water since we started, so our my our palates are completely clean. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. That cinnamon just mm-hmm. hits you Im- immediately. But I it, like cinnamon. I like cinnamon. So this is this is appealing to me. Yes, yes. But it's a it's a. <laughs> but I, I liked bacon, and we tried that bacon oh bourbon, gosh, and right. I was like, oh, this is great on my first sip, and it was by like the third sip, and I'm like. Yeah, yeah, okay, I so can good. see why they're not going to order another <laughs> bottle of this. The bar, we had finished it off when we ordered it, and I was yeah. like, so I don't know if I can, I'll, you know, when I get to the end of the glass, if I'll be as happy with this much cinnamon. Right. Well, I'll tell you, it's got a... It, clove? It, Are you getting any clove? I get a little, the, see that, for me, that's that fruit, but it's a very firm fruit yeah. at that. So, a melon, maybe? Hmm. Yeah. But it does, the, you know, the, the, the finish does stick around for a little while because I've only had one sip, and that, that finish is still nice and warm. Right. You know, it really does coat my, yeah. my throat really nice, and it's really hanging in there, and that, that cinnamon still is lingering, and it's an enjoyable cinnamon. I'm with you. Yeah, it's an enjoyable cinnamon. Well, that's nice. Mm. Don't discontinue it. Yeah. Please. So, I mean, that's a reasonably priced... If somebody's looking yeah. for a spicy, flavorful um, bourbon, this I, I think this would evolve in a, a spicy, flavorful. Beth, do you do ratings on bourbons at all? Do you understand the uh, whole? Do you understand the whole ratings? Because it's like I give it a ninety-two, and I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't understand any of that. Do you? Do you? No, are, I, okay. no, I run far away from that. I mean, I either like it or I don't. You know? Yeah. Or maybe it's just okay. Um, but this does seem like a, I mean, so far, you said, boy, that, that spice does really, really linger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's not that. I, I tend to, to like a higher rye right. in my bourbons. No, it's, so, it's got that high mash bill. It really does have the high rye mash bill. So that's where that, that spicy is. It's one of the unique things, I think, about the old granddad. Yeah. 114. I'm, uh, I'm not getting, like, a lot of ethanol in yeah. it. You know, so it's uh, it's I'm not getting uh, the the ethanol-y taste. We were doing scotches the other day, and I was getting some ethanol on the one, and uh, but this oh, I'm, I'm I'm not really getting that in this, which is good because I um, that makes me feel like it's I don't, it was I I feel I feel like it was either rushed or um, yeah I don't know yeah. I just yeah. uh, it's it's it wasn't 
you know, aged or something. When you get that ethanol, but I'm not getting it here, and I'm glad. And again, because sometimes on that lower, on you know, because it's only like I said, the shelf price here in Michigan was twenty nine ninety nine, and uh, every place is different with taxes. But uh, it, it, it's it's uh, you know, yeah, it's it's not it's this is a nice little spicy like, drinker. Yeah. No, this is something that would be nice to probably finish your night with instead of start your night out with yeah uh because you're probably yes, been doing the, i agree yeah doing the lighter stuff in the beginning of the night but this is a good finish for an evening i think so as inappropriate as we are beth uh we have a rating system uh <laughs> and it's it's uh kill, it's uh kill mary screw uh it's uh it's kill it it's it's dead to me uh marry it I'm buying it. I'm taking it home or screw it. So I'll just screw around out in public and that's just about it. So, uh, Matthew, kill Mary screw on this one. This is actually for me after, you know, learn a little bit about the history here. Yeah, yeah. Who knows how long it's going to be around. Yeah. I would actually marry this and, okay. hang, and let it hang around for a little while. All right. I would you wouldn't drink it down immediately. You'd have it there on the shelf. Again, um, yeah. this is a nice, I, and I like having a bar. Yeah. And I like having a lot of different bottles on it. And this is a different little bottle. Yeah. And it's it's the color of the bourbon itself is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I already married it because I bought it and I brought it home. <laughs> but I'm glad I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to trade it off or, you know, uh, so I'm Let glad I did. Let me take what, it home or, you know. <laughs> what about you, Beth? Where are you at with it? Would you... Where, where are you at well, with it? Shoot, I'm going to have to go marry it, too. Hey, oh, we got three there three. we are. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> We're shooting animals. Yay! Yay. <laughs> so, Beth, anything uh, anything new on the website or on the books? You said you've been busy and have been away from bourbon a, a little bit, but uh, what's what's new and groovy with uh, your book, right? So you got uh, tell people, because who knows when people jump in. Tell us a little bit about uh, the books you have available and what's coming out next. Oh, sure. Um, Talk Bourbon to Me 1 and 2 are are out and available now on Amazon or through me. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a really active Facebook page, too, that I wanted to mention. It's the facebook.com uh, backslash or forward slash, whatever it is, Talk <laughs> Bourbon. Um, and one of the things I think, this is what I want to say about Talk Bourbon 2 right now. I have had recently several people that have uh, approached me on I'm doing some distillery tours here. And Ooh. for anybody who doesn't know, as far as I'm concerned, this is the time of year that you that you make your plans to get to Kentucky. Spring and summer, I mean, it's great year-round. Don't get me wrong. But in the fall, you have such an opportunity to come in and experience the crisp fall weather. Which, uh, you know, it's usually still pretty warm, mm-hmm. but the changing leaves, you know, it's and it's just a, an entirely different atmosphere. You've got Keeneland going on, and it's just it's a perfect time of year to, to tour bur- bourbon distilleries, if you ask me. And to that note, on Bourbon to Me Too, uh, I interviewed some of my some people at some of my favorite distilleries, and I, I really it also has a breakdown in the back of all the distilleries here in Kentucky. And I really feel like that gives anybody that might be wondering about a tour a really good sense of where they might want to go, where they might want to start if this is their first time. Um, I think it's a really good book for that. And not only that, there is 
space at the, if you get the paperback version, there's space at the end of each chapter mm. to take your notes while you're on the distillery tour. Oh, that's great. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a kind of a, kind of a cool way to, to dig into bourbon, depending on what you know. Again, as we've discussed before, I don't claim to be um, an expert. There are other people that are out there that are that are just doing a bang up job. Um, Michael Veach and, and uh, Fred Minnick, for example. I mean, you know, they they know their stuff, and and they can tell you about the rating system. I'm <laughs> yeah, here, right. you know, as sort of the we're we're here as the tailgaters. Yes, and yeah, certainly, uh, I think we know our way around bourbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think we're a little more relaxed about it, mm-hmm. which is obvious because none of the ports are going count. So, <laughs> and that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very fair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just having fun. Just having fun with it. And we want to. We want to learn a yeah. little bit on the way. So, if someone was to do a tour, how many how many tours have you done uh, as far as the distilleries go? Have you hit them all, or um, do you have still more on your wish list? You know, I've. I think I have. So I have done the, the, there's one new one in Bardstown and the mm. new one that opened up, the old Forester, that recently opened in Louisville. Okay. Um, wow. I haven't been there yet. So, but I've hit the good majority of them. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, so yeah. out of out of all of them, if somebody's coming and they only have an afternoon, their wife's only going to let them go to one. <laughs> That's a this is a fair question. Which one? <laughs> Can, can would be would be the one. It's like you know you, you should do this. Well, first of all, I think you have to say okay. How about one group? Okay, <laughs> yeah. and you say yeah. we'll, hit, we'll hit two. Sure. Because, and I think the way you get away with this is that you say um, that these two are so related that it really only counts as one. <laughs> there you I go. That's the sell. See, <laughs> and um, I would you start at Buffalo Trace, and when you're done there, you you head over to Castle and Key. Okay. Right. To so, me, that is, you know, you're talking the uh, the home or the homes rather of Colonel Taylor, who's the you know, he's the father of bourbon hospitality. Yeah. Where else is it to start? As far as I'm concerned, right. Um, and you know, there's just there's something very, very special about both of those locations. Not to take anything away from any of the other distilleries, you know, Maker's Mark. If you wanted a single choice, it's beautiful, beautiful grounds. Yeah. Um. But I, you know, as for me, I I probably start right there at Buffalo Trace. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of the Buffalo Trace. I love, I love me some Buffalo Trace. Um, it's it's an affordable one. But you know, I actually like Buffalo Trace more than I like Eagle Rare, and Eagle Rare is a couple in Michigan is a couple bucks more yeah. than a Buffalo Trace. But I like the Buffalo Trace even more than Eagle Rare. I like Eagle Rare, but the Buffalo Trace, if I had the two in front of me, I'll, I'll take I'll take the the Buffalo Trace every time, Fair. every time. Um, Are so, you a Blanton fan? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, she's got my number. Yeah, yeah, she does. All right. So Beth <laughs> Beth made a Beth made a suggestion, and I blew right past it. Um, is, people listen to this whenever you know podcasts happen. It's on demand, so who knows when people will listen? But we are here today is September 10th, so tomorrow is uh, 9/11, September uh, 11th. Beth, and you had you had a suggestion. What did you suggest? 
Well, I think, and actually I have a, little, a quick little story, if you don't mind, Please. that will set the whole thing up. I think uh, it's only fitting to, to toast those who uh, whose lives, who lost their lives, number one, and then who, who responded uh, to such a horrific, horrific event. Um, and one of those, if I could just tell you this quick little story. Please. Yes. Um, back right at, within just days following uh, 9-11, there were te- small teams of uh, Green Berets who were inserted on horseback into the mountains in Afghanistan. I don't know if you guys remember that or not, but no. they actually featured in a movie um, called 12 Strong. Hmm. Oh, I so, remember. Okay, yes. You're, okay, so these guys come back, and several of them um, started distillery. You know, I, veteran distilleries are really, really taking off uh, of late. But anyway, these guys started their distillery down in Florida, and it's named Horse Soldier, appropriately. Mm-hmm. And they came up with a special edition. Their bottles are actually molded from steel salvaged at, uh, from Ground Zero. Okay. And you can get so they all of their all of their bottles are poured into this steel from Ground Zero, and make this Horse Soldier bourbon. Wow. And, you know, you talk about, you can get, uh, I think if you just do a search, uh, search for horse soldier bourbon, mm-hmm. it will pop right up. Um, and I believe the name of the distillery is American Freedom Distillery. Okay. Uh, you talk about, you know, talk about a great way to, to really to tie their service and that day. And and sort of commemorate that in a way that uh, in a way that keeps it all front of mind for all of us. Especially, you know, we're looking at eighteen years later, and the and the tendency for so many is to you know to to forget to go to go on with our lives. So I just thought that was such a cool story. I I, I, I wanted to share. It. I, I I love that. I love that. No matter because people who knows when they'll listen to the podcast and they'll find it. Uh, no matter what time of the year it is, uh, raising a glass to the, the men and women who serve, uh, protect us in the police force, protect us in, in the firefighters. Yes. Um, you know, just raising a glass to them, uh, no matter what time of year it is, but especially here um, the day before 9-11. Yes. Uh, Beth, thank you here, for, here. for bringing that to uh, to the forefront. I love that. And we're going to check out, we're going to get that bourbon uh, and give that one a try as Absolutely. well. So yes. uh, once again, let's let's do this and let's say cheers, cheers. to, thank to thank those you so people. Much. Cheers. Mm. All right. So Beth, um, so it's talking bourbon to me, talkbourbontome.com and then talk bourbon to me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, people can find you there and, and find your books. Um, through that as well, and uh, they'll find you here on the podcast because we we love having you on. So we will bug you again. Uh, we want to do some. We'll have you on in a, a couple of weeks, and let's do a, a, a fall drink uh, bourbon recipe. That's, that's well, twist my arm. Okay. <laughs> right on. All right. We will do it. I'll cool. look forward to it. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, and thanks for the call on the granddad. Love it, man. Love it. We enjoyed the hell out of that. So good call. I'm glad I picked that up. Thanks, Beth. Me too. All right, cool. Thank you, guys. Uh, Talk to you soon. Cheers.
Okie doke. Cheers. Bye bye. Hey, there you go. She is, she is so much fun to talk to. <laughs> I love having Beth on, <laughs> and it's nice to have a lady down in the man cave. Honestly, you know, it's uh, it's 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 a we say it's a podcast for everybody, and it is. So, um, you know, it's it's called the man cave happy hour, but it's just. That's just friends that's goofing just thing, and know? having a good time. So yes. and, and learning about the spirits we enjoy. And Beth enjoys them. And uh, man, damn good pick by her. This was a granddad. great pick by Beth. So Beth, thank you. You know, yeah. Um, this this was probably one of my more favorite picks, just because of the spice behind it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and understanding that twenty seven percent mash bill. I know what somebody's we, getting for Christmas. Right, well, so, <laughs> right when, when we started this so many years, so uh, what a year and a half ago? Yeah, yeah. We know I knew nothing about mash bill, rye, anything. Knowing that this was going to be spicy at twenty seven percent rye, yeah. I I was I was pleasantly surprised. Woo-hoo. I was right. <laughs> so you know, look great, at you and your information. Hey, novice, hey. getting it right. <laughs> But yeah, that was a great pick. Thank you, Beth. There you go. All right, Man Cave Happy Hour, mancavehappyhour.com, Man Cave Happy HR on Twitter. <laughs> There's not enough letters. We hey, ran out uh, of letters. We're on Instagram uh, as well. We, we fi- got the Instagram fixed. I, fig- I, I fired it back up. Instagram is uh, rocking again. Uh, we also- met on Instagram that we neither one of us knew the password to for the last <laughs> 10 months. Yeah. And then uh, uh, wearingfunny.com. Wearingfunny.com is a place to get a little Man Cave Happy Hour t shirt, which neither one of us are wearing right now. It's all good. Uh, so it's in the laundry pile. Got to I've been so, wearing the heck out of wine, so uh, it's all good. <laughs> but, Jamie, thank you. Uh, Matthew, uh, thank you. Cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers.